Live from the Performing Arts Center here in Des Moines, Iowa, sponsored by one of George Foreman's kids, also named George, it is the Season 2 Recap of Simpsons Episode by Episode. On tonight's episode, (laughs) you will see certain things like the Mojo Award for Best One-Off Character, the Des Moines, Iowa Award for Best Episode, and the Least Valuable Character Award, amongst others, as well as special guest appearances, including the ghost of Dan Aykroyd. Let's get to it. Season two, all done. Uh, Took us longer to get here than we originally thought, but it was, uh, this is, it's been a great season. Thanks for coming along with the ride, everyone, all the listeners. It's been it's been good. We've uh, we've had some good episode seasons, some kind of stinkers, not like real bad stinkers, but just semi stank. Um, and yeah, we've really uh, enjoyed doing this. Had a little bit. I moved to Crackton, so we had a little bit of a hiccup there. But Crackton's nice, as it turns out to be. A lot of nice folk. Um, it's quiet. Um, Don't say crack, crack. Yeah. Uh, there's a shortage of garbage cans. A shortage of oh. Those yeah. who played Roller Coaster Tycoon, you know, you just got to place some more of those everywhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can never go wrong with more garbage cans. Uh, so, yeah, season two has been cool. So now it's time for our recap. And then we're going to end the episode off with a, uh, a couple of them Tracy Allman shorts. Nightmare <laughs> Fuel Tracy Allman shorts, yeah. Some Tracy Allman, uh, some Tracy Allman crap. Not Tracy Allman herself, though that show wasn't funny either. Um, <laughs> we kind of ended off with our uh, last episode of Blood Feud. We kind of... Um, gave our one word synopsis mine was a hyphenated word of roller coaster where it was up and down it's some real good stuff some real crummy stuff mm-hmm. where it felt like they were kind of scraping the bottom of the idea barrel and they weren't quite willing to be edgy as they would be starting probably about halfway through season three there's a couple of episodes that i think they were going to get to where we see that really emerge um yeah yeah what was yours I feel like season two had like a formula in the beginning where they would hook you with a really great gag at the front. That's right. And then they would hook you with a decent storyline. And then the the middle would kind of sag a bit and then it, they'd get you again at the end. Now, of course, not every episode in season two was like that because, you know, some of them were just kind of meh, like the whole thing. But the good ones, I feel like they hit all that, like that formula. Yeah, there was definitely a uh arc one kind of prototype if you will where it was just just hammer as many jokes like it really flew uh with like the, the quick pacing and the jokes and then it would get more serious into see uh act two and they'd kind of flesh out the the plot a little bit more and then typically they would try for some sort of happy ending uh or resolution in act three but we saw towards the end of the season some endings were just endings like uh, in Three Men in a Comic Book, when the when the uh, book is destroyed and Bart says to Martin and um, Milhouse, you know, the, we we lost all of this because the three of us couldn't share. And they say, what's your point? He's like, ah, what, nothing, whatever. And you'd think you'd be like, oh, the lesson is make sure you share with your friends. But sure. Yeah, we get to that. We get to that many times, including one episode where they break the fourth wall pretty blatantly and. And uh, we'll get to that one when it's time for Bobo. At least not every episode ended with Homer and Marge kissing and then cutting to black. So that's yeah, good. exactly. Marge and Homer on a stage. Marge and Homer in bed. Uh, yeah, it was nice to see a little bit of a little bit of creativity, not the same thing over and over again. 
couch gags kind of stunk. There wasn't really anything that stuck out, eh? Couch gags were pretty bad. Yeah. Um, chalkboard gags were kind of what you expect. Those are just hard to write. Um, but yeah, couch, the couch gags were eh. Yeah. Even on the edgy. really good episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really like that. All right. Let's get into it then. Uh, our first award. This one is going to be uh, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube. They don't got Jiffy. They might got Lube. And this is the Mojo Award for the best one-off character in Season 2 last year. Uh, do you remember who our winner was in Season 1? Uh, best one-off character in Season 1. Uh, no, who won that? It was Jacques. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. They even yeah. threw him in the background of some episodes in Season 2 just because I feel like they were going to bring him back and it just didn't work out. Exactly. He was a, a great character. Uh, Albert Brooks stealing that episode. So here are our nominees for the Mojo Award for this season. We have Mix, uh, Mr. Bergstrom, uh, Dustin Hoffman's great job as Lisa's substitute. Uh, your boy doing karaoke, Richie Sakai in the sushi <laughs> yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And then uh, James Earl Jones doing the voice of Sarek the Preparer uh, in the first Treehouse of Horror, the forgotten uh, sibling of Kang and Kodos. Shane, who are you going with? Who is your best uh, one-off character for season two? Uh, Richie Sakai, uh, <laughs> not, not because, uh, the character brought, um, like a, a new scent, like a new storyline or added too much to the story at all. Just because every time I look at that character, it's just funny to me. Yeah. He is fun. It is a very, like the, the character design is very funny, right? Like you can kind of picture him as a real life human being and, uh, like what he would sound like and how he would act just by the animation of him right? i don't know if i'd be able to get through a full episode that just was around him like that would be so funny to me or if he had like a son that looked like him but like with slightly like shorter hair but like kind of the same deal it was um, also into karaoke yeah for sure i don't know why but uh yeah that that's mine what uh who was yours i'm gonna go richie sakai too you have oh really you, okay you sold me hard on the richie sakai train uh, we should get him on for an episode and just and just ask him the actual Richie Sakai, the writer Richie Sakai, um, sure, yeah, who he's based off of, because it's just such a random element. It cl- it really does feel like the writers threw him in as a joke to kind of either fill some time or they really just wanted to get his character look on there and uh, have a have a jab at him. Um, but yeah, it, it's such a great random moment uh, in that episode. Um, one of the best random moments of the season overall. The my boy uh, Richie. Yeah, he gets it. Richie Sakai, clean sweep, the Mojo Award um, for best one-off character. Now it's time for uh, our second award, a very, very prestigious award named after um, a human being with, uh, I I went on this in the first season, with an incredible passion, um, incredible drive, despite any sort of presence of humor in his life. Uh, This is the Jeff Dunham Award um, for best gag uh, in the season. Do you, remember why, yeah. do you remember why I named this uh, after Jeff Dunham? This this particular instance. Don't you dislike Jeff Dunham? Well, yeah, that's that's kind of an obvious, but I you know yeah. what? I, I gave him credit because people for some reason pay to go see him, uh, and he's been doing the same jokes for like fifteen years. So it something's so, yeah, with yeah. The, with the terrorist guy and stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so something has to be working for somebody, uh, despite any sort of measure of talent. Um, and also being a ventriloquist, and it's just a rule in life. If you're a ventriloquist, you're a diddler. That's just. Um, if, by the way, well, if this goes if, if this goes off the air, it's because Jeff Dunham sued us for some reason. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, allegedly, 
but only puppets. We'll just say that. Only diddling puppets. Um, but yes, yeah. you know, we have eight, uh, was I read yesterday, there's eight billion people on the planet now. So like, I think it's easier to be successful now than ever. Go try to do that in the 60s when there's only like three billion people. I think uh, I think he does two shows. Yeah, and no, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he just has the persistence that he would have never given up. So this goes out to Jeff Dunham, our best uh, gag. So from Bart the uh, Daredevil, the one of the most brilliant misdirections in the show, the ambulance driving into the tree after Homer falls down yeah. um, the cliff, like immediately driving into the tree. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> a great line that I always forget about when I hear it. It makes me laugh. Mr. Burns uh, in Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment saying, uh, about the, the boxing fight they watch is hogwash. Why I once watched gentleman Joe Corbett fight an Eskimo fellow bare knuckled for 113 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, uh, that is wonderful. Uh, Ralph's letter to miss Hoover in Lisa's substitute, um, mm-hmm. where he, he draws the picture of the spiral key and, uh, wishing her, wishing her well. And, uh, Homer, in three men in a comic book when Marge asks him to check on the boys and he just quickly looks out as they're fighting and almost about to fall to their death, but they're quick. They're fine. Um, great stuff. Do you remember what our winner was from last year? We, we were unanimous on this one as well. Oh yeah. It was the rabbit. No. Oh yeah. It was the, the yeah. flying rabbit and call the Simpsons. Uh, what are you going with though for season two? Uh, so for everyone that has been a fan of the show since, uh, you know, I guess maybe not its inception because even we weren't there and it's like actual inception. But um, anyone who grew up watching kind of like from season one and onward, you remember the first time you watched Bart the Daredevil. And you remember the first time you saw that that gag where the ambulance hits the tree and then Homer falls and gets brutally mangled going all the way down. <laughs> cliff saying doe the whole time and if you there's no way the first time that you watch that you didn't laugh so anyways yes my my pick is is that uh it, it was funny like decades ago it's still funny now yeah i i have to agree with you um it's wonderful because like you said you watch homer fall down and you think how can this keep going and it does and it's, it's one of those things that you watch and it's funny at first and then it stops being funny and then it keeps going and, it, and then it becomes funny again. And then there's a little cherry on top when the skateboard hits him in the head. And then just as you think that everything's over, no, as soon as he gets to the ambulance, boom, right into the tree, down the hill he goes at the back. That is hands down the best gag of season two and a kind of a sign of things to come with a type of humor uh, that they, the style, I guess you could say, they want that they want to go with for the future. So ambulance into the tree, whoever came up with that bit in the Simpsons writing team, um, kudos to you. That is just wonderful. And we watched Um, that with Greg. That was good. That was a fun episode. Yeah. Yes, we did. We watched that with our friend, Greg, Howe. he'll, uh, our our fellow friend and coworker, uh, at MLSE. He'll be back, uh, for some more episodes in season three. Um, and this time he'll have headphones. So there'll be no reverb for anyone listening. Um, the next episode or next, next, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Next. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, best episode. It's best episode. Sponsored by the state of Louisiana. It's the Des Moines Award for best episode. And uh, this one is strictly based off of the post rating, uh, post viewing rating that we gave for these episodes um, the, uh, on our scores anyways. So we have uh, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? A, uh, a absolutely uh, fantastic episode. 
Um, we have Bart the Daredevil, which we just talked about. Lots of gags. Great story overall. One fish, two fish, uh, blue fish, blowfish with Fugu and Richie Sakai. And then uh, one that was just a very solid episode overall was uh, Dead Putting Society. A um, couple of good, couple of good jokes. Lovejoy had a good one. Bart with one hand clapping. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some some really good stuff. What one? Um, I guess the way I would pick it is, you know, they both all four of these got high scores. So of these mm-hmm. four, if you had to watch one on repeat for say twenty four hours or uh, whatever, what would be the best of the four here? Well. You know, what surprised me was how, how much I really love Dead Putting Society. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that's like, uh, it's just such a, it's just a good story that grips you like pretty much from the start. It's really good when a character has a goal, you know, uh, like they have to win a tournament or something and you're kind of like along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of all those, I can't, I cannot pick Dead Putting Society. I think the... The true test of if an episode is good is is if you watch it again shortly after and you still find it funny. And due to technical difficulties, we had to do yeah, that's true. just that. So I am going with Bart the Daredevil because when we re-recorded, we all still were having a good time, even though we had just watched it hours before. So I'm going to yeah. go with Bart the Daredevil. That is true. That is true. Um Solid episode. Dead putting, one of the most solid throughout. Maybe not the funniest. Uh, great, um, great episode. Oh, brother, we're out there. Rare case where you can bring in kind of a um, random family member that's never been seen before, and it actually works. Uh, but I have to go with one fish, two fish, blue fish, blowfish. So many little things in that episode. Um, little gags that add up. I love the story. It's it's it, kind of the the random. Um, humor element is pretty heavy uh throughout even in the even like the ending when homer's listening to the bible on tape and you have the ending where larry king's just going on a rant about like who he thinks is going to win the nba championship and stuff like that uh very 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 good episode and this is the second straight season where we have had different picks for the best episode last year i said uh crusty gets busted as the best of season one and you said it was call of the simpsons and i think we kind of had similar reasoning for both, whereas the, the the replay value for you was great, and I would say the same for mine. Plus, it had a little bit of that random misdirection humor that I like. So I think that kind of sums up um, how we watch The Simpsons, if that makes sense. All good, all great episodes, though, and um, you know, this I think is a stronger lineup of episodes than in season one, what we had mm-hmm. to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're all great episodes. Um, let us know at Simpsons underscore EBE which one you would have chosen because that's like that's a big, um, that's a, you know that it's the best episode is a huge award. It's like probably one of the top that we have. You know, that's it's the reason why we do this. We're watching episodes, especially like you said, considering there's so much more right in terms of the amount of episodes to choose from, or just the amount of episodes overall from going from uh, thirteen in season one to twenty two in season two now we did say last uh season the worst episode we both agreed on this one we both said some enchanted evening and you know we we kind of gave a bit of um grace to that episode because it went through some problems and some hiccups as shows do when it first gets started so it wasn't very smooth but by this time uh they still had things to work they had time to work things out and there were still some episodes where we 
by the end of it, we, we, we both agreed that they were struggles. And this again is based off of our post viewing scores. So the, uh, presented by Armin Tanzarian, the Pauper award for, uh, or I guess Pauper award for worst episode, two cars in every garage, three eyes on every fish. Uh, Bart gets hit by a car and Bart's dog gets an F. Um, interesting yeah. that it's two burns episodes in there. Um, mm. That's a good point. Yeah, two Burns episodes. Two Burns and two Barts, uh, as they both kind of intertwine in one. Uh, what are you going with for the worst episode of season two? I'm going to go with uh, two cars in every garage, garage and three eyes on every fish. Uh, besides the introduction of Blinky, um, that, you know, if you're really into politics uh, and you get the like the the, pol- the political gags that they're throwing at you, then you probably like that episode. I personally am not super into U.S. politics, so it wasn't... T- to me, it was very dry. And I remember when you and I watched this with Chris, uh, we were just coming off of Trios of Horror, mm-hmm. and we were so bored with this episode, we were just talking nonsense. So yes, that is my vote for Worst Episode. And I'm going to have to agree with you there. Um, yeah, this one also gets my pick for the uh, worst episode of the season. There weren't your your pick for the best gag of this episode was a background joke. And we kind of it was Maggie when she was wolfing food. Yes. And yeah. when that's your best quality of the episode. Yeah, it introduced Blinky, but like Blinky wasn't really part of anything funny aside from Burns spitting out the piece of Blinky that he tried to eat. It really didn't have any other redeeming qualities. It, see, later on, like, for instance, if it's a political episode, uh, like when Sideshow Bob becomes mayor, they're still able to find a lot of a lot of fun with it. It's still a fun episode. This one, it did feel like really political, like it was trying to make um, too much of a point instead of actually realizing that, hey, this is you still got to mix some of your humor in there because that's kind of what you're becoming known for. Not really many redeeming qualities in this one. Uh, yeah. I'll agree. Worst episode um, for season two. Uh, the presented by Tim uh, Reverend Lovejoy, the Helen Lovejoy Award for least valuable character. Um, this one uh, last year, you were decisive on. I said it was Marge because I didn't really feel as if she brought anything to the table. Like her character was kind of all over the place. Whereas you said it was Mr. Burns because his character hadn't taken shape. So here are our nominees for season two. Uh, Emily Winthrop, who is Bart's. Uh, kind of cruel dog teacher, dog trainer, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him. Uh, Ringo Starr um, in the episode where, uh, you know, Marge takes up art class again and he kind of makes a token appearance. Um, Mo because he's bi- and then two other ones, Mo and Krusty, because uh, even though they were kind of fleshed out in season one, really not given a lot of screen time no. in season two. We didn't really see much from them. So th- that's the reasoning uh, why those um, two were in there. But uh, who, uh, who did uh, who? You, who are you going with on this one? I'm going with Ringo Starr. Um, this Ringo Starr is the second uh, big celebrity that The Simpsons got, and mm-hmm. you're coming off of uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Yes, that's right. And Danny DeVito doing a freaking awesome job in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And then we get, you know. They're hyping up Ringo being like, he's going to be in the Simpsons episode. And you're thinking that's going to be along the lines of that. And really it's this Ringo. Maybe it was the writing, but it was just, they didn't use Ringo the way I 
thought the way I was hoping that they would. So he's just such a bland character, just nothingness that I'm going with Ringo. How about you? I'm going to go with Ringo as well. Uh, when I was coming up with this list, I thought I was going to go with Emily Winthrop, but I have to say Ringo as well. It's like, you're right. You're, you're, you had Danny DeVito. Um, and it might not have worked out that way where like they were planning to have DeVito first and then Ringo's episode. However, the, the episodes are being laid out and when they were going to premiere and stuff, but to, to have Ringo and he like, even if he had been before Danny DeVito's appearance, I still would have think, I still would have thought that, uh, uh, he, he'd probably win this because, like you said, he didn't really contribute much to the episode. Like, he's one of the Beatles, for crying out loud. And you're in season two and you've got one of the Beatles. And I don't know if it was a contract thing or, like you said, a writing thing. Um, Just but, sitting in his he, office. Yeah, you barely utilized, um, you know, a man from one of the biggest bands in the history of time. Uh, yeah, really didn't contribute anything to the episode. Especially because that episode went way off from where it kind of seems like it's going and it and it really falters in the last uh, kind of arc and a half, I guess. Ringo, sorry, buddy. Um, you're going to, you're, you're going to get the Helen Lovejoy award for least valuable character, which brings us to our, um, our, our grand award. This is, this is the, this is the big one here presented by my fattest basset hound marshmallow. Uh, this is the most valuable character award, the Hans Moleman award. And here are our three nominees for this season. Uh, we have Homer who won last year from both of us. Bart and Mr. Burns. Those are our three nominees. They're, they get the most focus out of all the characters by far um, in season two. I was tempted to put Unky Herb in there just because of Danny DeVito's contribution. That episode was so great that they eventually did bring him back. And like I said, it was a rare instance where you bring in a forgotten or unknown family member and it actually worked. But these guys, these three were the, the, the backbone, the staples of season three. Who is the most valuable of these three for you? So in season one, um, I think we all agreed that Bart's episodes were really poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were using Bart, um, it felt like just to sell merch. Um, he didn't really have a, like his episodes were really flat. This season, on the, uh, on the other hand, he's a part of, uh, he's an integral part of the story of like some of the best episodes of the season. Um, you know, you have Dead Putting Society and Bart the Daredevil, and he is uh, basically the, the main uh, the main focus of both of those uh, episodes. So I'm going to go with Bart because I think he redeemed himself as a character from season one. Uh, his episodes don't suck. So uh, <laughs> it, it was for me, it was between him and Homer. I thought Homer had a lot of good episodes like, you know, you can't forget like Dancing Homer uh, you know, one fish and then, you know, Homer playing an integral role in uh, both those episodes that is mentioned about Bart. But uh, for me, it's Bart this season. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Once again, we we agree on this one. Uh, Bart gets the MVP for season two. He was really just <clears throat> kind of a token 10 year old kid, like the kid to be in a family member. And uh, like, he's, like you said, he was kind of just there to sell merch. He was featured in a bunch of crappy video games and all sorts of junk um at the time with kind of lame catchphrases but if we look at the uh the two of the top four episodes uh, of our nominees bart the daredevil and dead putting society are both bart episodes and like um you really learn that he wasn't just a troublemaker uh he was he's smart in his own way he's kind of like carny smart um he does have feelings uh he and homer do have kind of a bond he's He's a competitor, but he's not mean. Like they really, really actually made him a character instead of a catchphrase machine. 
Uh, and so for that, yes, Bart wins the Mole Man Award for most valuable character in season two. And that's a wrap for season two. Um, Let us know how we did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did did you enjoy this? Is there anything that you want to see? Anything you want us, I guess, not see, but hear? Anything you want us to take out? Um, like, do you want more Des Moines? I'm always up for more Iowa. <laughs> Um, that's, that's, that's not a problem that can be slipped in very, very easily. So, uh, whatever, whatever you feel, let us know. I'm curious how many people who watched the entirety of our season two, uh, podcast got any of those. What is the top song in this year? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Those are hard um, people. Yeah. For me anyways. Maybe if you're good with music history, Maybe, I guess, maybe you could have got one or two just based off the general time that uh, songs kind of came out. But uh, yeah, though that will definitely be back because I love asking Shane and then he has no clue. And, Absolutely uh, and no then clue. I, and, then I, and then I say it and it's nothing close uh, to whatever he guessed. But now, oh boy, here uh, we yeah. go. We are going to get back in uh, to the Tracy Allman shorts. So last time we watched the first uh, eight, ten. Right? Ten? ten or eight. It was, maybe it was 10. I don't even remember. We probably 10 sounds like that. a solid number. Yeah, yeah let's, go, let's go with 10. So let's watch the next uh, 11 through uh, 20. Here we go. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So Shane thought he was going to get away with not having to guess the, uh, on this day, what was the top song? You bet You bet your bottom dollar I'm asking that. This. Uh, so we're looking at the 11th short. It's called Football. October 18th, 1987 is when it came out on the Tracy Allman Show. Shane, top song in America. On October eighteenth, nineteen eighty seven, was I deserve one hint? Okay, uh, it rev- uh, the person revolves around an episode we will see soon. All right, so Michael Jackson. Yep. Um. Um. Oh, you're bad is, at this. Is it Thriller? Oh man, you're really bad at this. No, Billy Jean. You're so bad at this. <laughs> One more. Um, uh, smooth criminal. Um, so the reason I was saying so bad at this because the song is. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Yes. Bad by Michael Jackson. Yeah. We're going to do star craving dad. That mm-hmm. is going to be, uh, we're not going to skip it. Like, like Disney plus has decided to do. You can still watch on YouTube and Google Plus, I believe, but it's it's not on Disney Plus. Yeah, and probably you... some various streaming sites. But yeah, it's pulled yeah. from all the major stuff. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we will. We might have a special guest for that one too. You stay tuned for that one. So uh, yeah, we will be doing that. We will be doing Star Craving Dad to kick off season three. We won't be skipping it. Um, let's get into it though. Let's get into the shorts. Okay, football. All right, football. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Go out And the uh, these looked creepy ball. last time. Oh, and it looks creepy. Yeah. It okay. still is very creepy. So Shane, I'm going to let you kind of set the tone and, and describe the scene. What's going yeah, on? Yeah. So Homer threw a football, and uh, he's uh, he says if Bart catches it, he'll get him milkshakes. And Bart is running into a bunch of objects, and uh, Bart is dead now. Yeah. Milkshakes. All right. We're throwing it. It looks like a video game. It does. A really, really poor game. It's like when you have to time clicking A. Everything looks... Whoa. It's, it's very saturated, the picture. Um, 
Whoa, he just fell off a mountain or something out of nowhere. Yeah, no kidding. Chocolate milkshakes. Yeah, Bart. Start running, boy. It's getting weird. And uh, I thought it'd be over by now, but it's it's still going. It, their backyard just keeps going for an eternity. Hmm. Which is the random elements not. I really dislike Homer's teeth. And now Lisa's teeth, too. It's like when Sonic, the first version of Sonic, the live-action movie, they had those weird teeth. Yeah, somehow Bart caught the football in his mouth. Mm, so that counts. So they got milkshakes. Let me guess. The football's going to still be in his mouth. Mm, yeah. Okay, that wasn't the worst. Yeah. This is called House of Cards, not the show. This is before House of Cards, the TV show. Yeah, Bart's lit. Whoa, what's up with Bart's nose? Oh, yeah. It's a very human, human nose. Yeah. Really neat, Bart. A pile of cards. Take it easy. I think everyone does this at least once or twice in their life, trying to balance cards. Yeah, I think if you're really bored. Yeah. Have you ever been at, like, a cottage during a rainstorm? Yeah, you play this in, like, solitaire. Mm -hmm. Or war, yeah. Oh, oh, Maggie kind of talks. Yeah, a little bit. Gibberish. What's wrong with Lisa's arm? Why does it look like an ass? Yeah. This is one small step for a kid, one giant leap. Uh, so they're just still um, building House of Cards. Bart's trying to get in, it. In this weird room that doesn't exist in the actual yeah. show. Yeah. This this windowless room. Lisa's voice made more sense. Yeah. Uh, episode 13, Bart and Dad Eat Dinner. I haven't seen Marge in any of these three. That's true, yeah. Porkeroni. It's just a pile of like purple. Yeah, it reminds me of like uh, how they showed food in like Rugrats. Yeah, or or season one. Oh, there's the purple. Yeah. See, this is where it started. The origin of the purple. Where'd he go? Maybe that's why they. Maybe it's an homage to the Tracy Ullman show. Must be. Why they kept doing purple. Do you think that's where they got the idea for uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants? Because in that game, you're things. also making everything, yeah. Yeah, not purple. Well, that answers that question. You're not touching your fish, pork, nuggets, or roni, boy. Uh, what is that picture in the background? It's like the Titanic sinking or something. Oh, okay. Finished already? Mmm, lick the plate clean. Good, because there's plenty more where that came from. Oh, there's March. That's some decent animation for the time, I guess. Oh, wow, the nose moving. There was some, like, lifelike animation in this that just kind of throws me off. March's hair isn't as tall, either. Fish, pork, and nuggets are ruining this way. Come on, man. No nuggified fish porklets. Oh, Isn't no. that sweet? Alright, that's it. Yeah, that was yeah dry. Uh, episode 14, Space Patrol. This is the one that they show in uh, the clip show. When they put the pots on their head. 
Right. Oh, he's got the vase. Okay. But they don't show the rest of it. They only show when Bart falls down. So let's see what actually happens. All it is is just Bart struggling with the vase off his head. Now they're just poking him with brooms. Maggie's yeah. really intro girl here, eh? Like, she's really involved. In pretty much every episode. You know, yeah. Every short. The only way you get that off is you gotta break the vase. Wow, they're really torturing him. Yeah. That staircase is so low. It doesn't, it doesn't lead anywhere. Oh, maybe, wait, maybe it does. Man, Lisa's pretty evil in these, eh? I know we kind of yeah. talked about that. And so is Maggie. Well, she is the older sister. It's usually how it goes. But who knows what mysterious forces will be unleashed. Oh, no. Inside the evil Bartron Oh, wow, that's a... That's a... That's a face. Bart's got S arms, too, like Lisa in the last episode. <laughs> That's Episode it. 15, Bart's haircut. You're always wearing that hat. Fashion statement, Dad. Take off the hat, boy. And Bart's wearing like a Lucky sombrero. He's a beatnik. <gasps> you go get a haircut. Right now. <laughs> he's a beatnik. I was afraid this moment would come. Look at that. Oh, Bart's got shaggy be, hair. Sonny? Yeah. Oh, and there's the barber. The yeah. Top, Classic. Uh, he doesn't have. Thing. He doesn't have. Uh, he still has his hair color though. It's brown. It's not there white. you go. What do you think? What the hell did you do to my head? Oh, this is like Lisa. Here's a sucker. Lisa's haircut. Oh, when she has the gum stuck yeah. in her hair? Yeah. Now Bart's bald. Yeah. This is this is the only time Bart's been bald. He looks like uh, he looks like Kearney here. Now he's gonna glue his hair back on. That's smart. Didn't this predicting the future? Didn't didn't some girl do this? Put gorilla glue in her hair? Isn't that boy back from the barber yet? I uh yeah I wouldn't doubt it. Lisa's playing with one of the Life and Hell rabbits, I think. I'll take yep. it off, but you all gotta promise you won't laugh, okay? Promise? We, we promise. promise. <gasps> and they're all gonna laugh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man, he, it, this is like Wake up, everybody. Big Bang Theory type of writing. Yeah. Uh, as you guys just heard, it's World War Three. That's the name oh, of the episode. This is in the clip show as well. seconds. Hmm. If this were really a nuclear war, we'd all be dead meat by now. Say, we're all shivering. Are you cold or what? Wake up, wake up, it's World War Three. Oh, see, that's the only one we see in the clip show, too. We don't see this part. You know, with everything going on in the world right now, I'm surprised someone hasn't clipped this. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this is uh, meme material all over it right now. Ah, here we are. This panic room never come or whatever Once it is, fall or shelf never comes off. back. No, but I do really enjoy the uh, the shelter episode. Wake up, wake up! It's the end of the world. Oh, come on, man! I'm timing you. If we're all fast enough, this will be our last nuclear war drill. If we're quick enough, you'll let us sleep. Let's go, go, go! Man, those eyes are like cat eyes. Whoa! Man. Homer's pupils just like exploded. Mm. All right, everybody, back upstairs and into bed. Did we beat the clock? <laughs> no, but you were pretty darn close. 
Next drill in three hours. Wake up, Dad. It's World War Three. This is the right. test. Yeah! Okay, it's actually not bad that they fool Homer into... Are you sure this is okay, Mom? And they lock him in there? We'll let him out in the morning. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not, it's not terrible. Okay, the perfect crime. Uh, the, we see this one in, as well in the clip show when uh, Bart's going to steal the cookies. cookies. The yeah. Crime. He said the episode title. Yeah. I hope I can this is the last one from the that you'll see um, from the shorts that end up making it into the clip show. The 138th episode. You don't want to eat chocolate chip cookies straight out of the oven. They're not even like, if you cook them right, they're not going to be hard enough to even hold. No, they'll just be mush. Yeah. Though, some hot cookie mush is always pretty good. That's true. Yeah. Good, Mandy. He prevented Bart from making a mess. I mean it. Don't even think about touching those scrumptious cookies. How did the cookie come back? It's the cookie that Maggie ate is back. You or me? Yeah, that's a weird one. Bart, like, his size keeps changing. It looks like sometimes he's, like, eight years old, and other times he's, like, 16. Bart! It was home now, I swear it! Bart! Do I smell cookies? Where's the cookies? Somebody ate those cookies. Is he gonna choke Bart? No, remember Bart's like dead. I think she's trying right. to tell us something. Go on, Maggie. Go on, Maggie. Go, go. Uh, there's no perfect crime. Uh, One of your scary yeah, Maggie's stories. a part of all these. Once upon a okay, time, yeah, that's it. Scary, uh, scary stories. Yeah, here we go. The last one of '87, December 20th, 1987. Okay, This is actually kind of cute. Oh, yeah. too bad they didn't play on that some more. Comfy. Once upon a time, there was a psychopathic strangler on the loose in a dark house. They couldn't see him, but they could hear his breathing. <gasps> I don't hate this one. This isn't bad. Oh, wow. Maggie's choking him. Oh, yeah. Was silent. And then Lights are out again. heard it. The sound of the crafty vampire sucking blood from the neck of his latest victim. Listen. <laughs> and now for the scariest story of all. This one's kind of cute. I don't yeah, understand. this isn't bad, actually. This is probably the best one. They're very slowly improving. Suddenly. They heard footsteps. Listen, you can almost hear them. Coming I'll probably add this to my Halloween playlist. And then the footsteps. And odd, this episode came out in December. He's your grandpa. Now get in there. That wasn't bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, grandpa and the kids. kids. And 
episode 19. Grandpa, first grandpa episode. When I was your age, I had to walk 20 miles just to get to Yeah, it is. Wow, I kind of like that animation on his face a little bit. It's very lifelike. Except for his eyeball randomly getting bigger. Why is his eyeballs getting all bulgy? Once upon a time, there was okay, a happy start. little elf. Can't something bad happen to the elf? A happy little elf hummed a happy little tune. Oh, come on, man. But suddenly, the happy little elf stopped. Why'd the happy little elf stop? Because he realized he was actually a clumsy little elf. Come on, Gramps. Tell us a scary story. Is that how they named the show? Scary, eh? That's right. Little Elves? This is a story Maybe. of a very... <laughs> no, I think Happy Little Elves already uh, happened. You killed Grandpa. Oh, okay, okay. No way, man. Society killed Grandpa. Face it, Bart. You're doomed. Uh-oh. Which do you prefer, Bart? The gas chamber? Or the electric chair? This got deep really quick. Hey, Bart's nose and face kind of disappears. Like, uh, that's what I like to see. Everybody having a good time. Bart? I can almost taste that throat already. Where are we? All right, Gone Fishing, episode 20. Last one. Last one. January 24th, 1988. Whoa, the straight on shots are wow, okay, that's memeable right there. Homer is just pissed. And Bart doesn't look like Bart. Don't tell me you forgot to bring the I'm gonna clip that for you for social. That looks yeah. Wow, this real oh it's worms. Nice. Go on, have a sandwich yourself. I'm not hungry. Mmm, good. I could have sworn we brought more worms. So Bart gave him a worm sandwich. Yeah, and he, he didn't notice. Now don't panic. Just keep Rapids. Going. And we'll zip right through them. Oh no! Oh, 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 help! <laughs> what the heck? Wow, the the wow. Sing that little ditty. Bart called Why is Homer in purple pants? The faces just keep changing every frame. They really There's do. There's no consistency. No. Oh, they just go over a waterfall. Yeah. And like in later episodes, nothing really happens. Uh, and yeah, that's it. That's oh, it that's just, all. It just ends. They literally just went over the waterfall. That's yeah. It. No. Uh, okay then. That um, they were getting better until the gone fishing that was ass sure yeah the yeah. scary stories was good yeah the scary story one there um wasn't bad grandpa and the kids wasn't bad um the world war three one wasn't bad uh so i guess like season two of the simpsons like the actual show season two of the shorts gets slightly better you know for something that was just short in a uh, sketch comedy yeah. show airing once a week that's that's not terrible it's not bad you know uh it might have been a, you know, people might have really been looking forward to these if they're actually watching the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, I, I guess so, because eventually it did get bigger and was 
able to get its own show, right? So people must have yep. really enjoyed these little shorts and uh, and wanted to see more. Sometimes that can work. Sometimes when uh, you know you do like what Saturday Night Live does and tries to make a whole movie out of a, a sketch character that shouldn't be made out of a whole movie, <laughs> it it really sucks. But sometimes yep. you you know you go for it and you realize that uh, this is a little bit easier because you can make it like the rubber band universe and make anything happen. But yeah, still a little bit. Uh, um, it's 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 still a little bit weird, especially the faces. The faces are what give me the most out of this. The animation is all over the place uh, for the yeah. consistency of the characters. For those who've never seen a Tracy Ullman short, the faces are almost hyper and there's almost more work in the facial expression of the characters to the point where it's too uncanny valley and it kind of creeps you out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. So not bad. It wasn't as nightmare inducing as the first 10 Tracy Allman shorts that we watched. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, as we do at the end of epi- every episode, your favorite thing, uh, my Hello. favorite thing. Yeah. Shane's favorite thing. Good old fashioned plug time. All right, everybody. So please reach out to us on Twitter. You know, there's some stuff going on on uh, Twitter right now, but, uh, you know, you can still uh, find us there. So Simpsons underscore EBE on Twitter. So please uh, look for us there. And Nick does all sorts of stuff there, uh, interacts with fans and such. And that's also the best way to reach out to us. Um, Any questions that, you know, we threw to you during this episode, we'd love to uh, hear answers to those like how we did on rating the episodes, stuff like that. So if you could uh, look us up on Twitter, interact with us, that'd be great. Uh, Whichever platform you're listening to us on, uh, please subscribe uh, or uh, or rate us, uh, leave a a comment if you can. Uh, For those of you on iTunes, I believe you can give us a rating. So, you know, that's a couple seconds and it really helps out uh, the show there. If you'd like to go the extra mile and uh, donate some actual, uh, some, some change, uh, there's a link under the episode description called buy me a coffee. Literally what that is, is if you want to throw a couple bucks, Nick and mine's way, we'll use that to like buy a beverage. If not, we'd like to release two episodes every Friday and uh, that's that. And that is it. Yeah. I'm going to post uh, I'm actually looking ahead. I'm going to, we're going to talk about this much, much later. I'm looking ahead of the Tracy Allman shorts and uh, in, in the episode descriptions. And there's one that I think you could actually base the Simpsons whenever it does and finale off of, um, that actually could be kind of neat, though a lot of people probably wouldn't get it unless they were aware of it. I'm getting too sidetracked myself, so I guess that means it is time to end. But Shane's right. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's two seasons now in the books. We love yeah. doing this. We love sharing our, listening, yeah. Yeah, our love of The Simpsons with you. Uh, we will um, at the uh, we, we will kick season three off as well with Stark Raven Dad. We're getting right into that episode. Uh, we might have a guest for that episode, a, a guest who is a huge, huge Simpsons fan. Uh, as well as a, a legitimate voice hacker who's been on some shows that you uh, probably have heard of. Um, so uh, keep your ears open for that one. And once again, I've said it a million times, but I'll say it once more. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back with season three. Shane, your choice. Play us out. Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister and I'm proud of you today Lisa, it's your birthday